Hale Varsity Radio every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hale Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hale Varsity Radio. Heard at Sports Radio. Cole Feely with Campbell to his right. Takes a snap. Delayed run. Running right. Floors the shoulder. Floors the shoulder. He fights. He scratches. He claws into the end zone. Lawrence Cole Feely. A two-play answer. Touchdown Florida State. Plummer back to pass again. A little more time. Now giving ground back at the 20. And pulled down to the 18-yard line. Guess who? Our old buddy Brandon Frisky just got to him again. Welcome back to Herd Out Sports Radio here on AM590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. I'm Ravi Lula. We're live from the h and Chevrolet stage at Herd Out Sports Bar and Grill. Riding solo this morning as we tackle all of the college football news coming down the pipe today. Uh, transfer portal opens. Obviously, we've got the college football playoff committee nonsense um, as we were talking before the break, uh, Kyle McCord is in the transfer portal along with it looks like about at least half a dozen other of his teammates. Uh, you've got a couple cornerbacks in the group uh, from Ohio State that are leaving. Evan Pryor, the running back, leaving as well. Um, it's a it's a pretty large group. Ryan Turner, corner from Ohio State in the portal. Um, you've got Jair Brown in the portal as well. Uh, Ohio State safety Kyle Stokes uh, in the portal as well. Lots of portal news all over the place for uh, the for the Ohio State Buckeyes. I'm sure we will have more as the more as the day wears on. Um, Hopping back in that uh, YouTube comment section, which can always be dangerous, but uh, we appreciate you guys being in there. Uh, wrapping up the conversation, I'm sure we'll talk about it throughout the um, throughout the show. But Corey says the SEC's best non-con win was Kentucky over Louisville by seven. The same Louisville team FSU beat by 10 with their third-string quarterback. That's a fair point, Corey, but why would we use logic and reason in this situation when we can just fly by the seat of our pants and not make any sense at all? Um, that uh, that makes way too much sense, Corey. Oh, by the way, Florida State went out in their non-con and beat the brakes off of LSU. So I guess that doesn't matter. LSU, though, was top five in the country to start the season. And part of the large reason they weren't top five in the country moving forward be- was because of Florida State beating the brakes off of them. We're just going to ignore that part with the SEC supremacy story. That's fine. Let's just go ahead and uh, ignore that. Uh, we will get to uh, – Dave asks in the uh, YouTube stream as well, do we think Nebraska will move fast on a quarterback or take their time? I imagine this is a take-their-time situation, Dave. I don't know that Nebraska is going to be in the – high stakes bidding portion of the of the quarterback portal um, I don't think they're probably going to be in on the Riley Leonard's the Will Howard's 
the Cam Wards of the world. I do look at a guy like DJ Uyunglele as an interesting option because I think he will have options, but I, I also think quite a bit of the shine from DJU is, is, is off a little bit, even though I, I thought he was pretty solid this year for a good Oregon State team. A guy like that is interesting to me for Nebraska because he does have two years of eligibility left, and he is pretty much a ready-to-go starter um, for whoever he ends up choosing. That's a guy that's interesting to me because of the eligibility. Um, And then I mentioned this last week. If you're looking for a one-year instant impact guy, Grayson McCall from Carolina, uh, Coastal Carolina is really interesting to me as well. Uh, that's a guy that I could see Nebraska being interested in. But outside of that, I think you're going to be looking kind of down the list a little bit, maybe at some younger guys, some guys that have some development years in them. And I just don't know that Nebraska is going to be in on the the bidding war for the top of that um, for the top of that quarterback transfer class, which now includes Kyle McCord. Um, it'll be interesting to see who else enters the portal today. I still think, I mentioned this in the last segment, I think Arch Manning or Malik Murphy or both will end up in the transfer portal. I do not think all three of him, Ewer, uh, of Manning, Ewers, and Murphy will all be at Texas next year. It doesn't make any sense at all for all three of those guys to still be there. And Ewers has already said he's coming back from, uh, not, and not going to the NFL, that he's coming back. And he's the starter, so he's not going anywhere. So Malik Murphy or Arch Manning, I would have to imagine, are going to be in the portal. Obviously, they're going to be hot commodities, especially Arch Manning, who was the top recruit in the country last year. Uh, speaking of some of the top recruits in the country, you've got the you've got a couple guys from the last couple classes. Um, depending on where you look, the top-rated player from the 2022 class, Walter Nolan from Texas A&M is in the transfer portal. We talked about this last week, but the number two player in the 2023 class, uh, quarterback Dante Moore, a five-star who was at UCLA, is has announced his intentions to enter the transfer portal. Um, so you've got some high, high-level guys there, not just at quarterback, but at those other positions as well. Um, it's, it's going to get pretty wacky here as the portal officially opens today in the next few minutes, um, it's, it's going to get pretty weird. So we'll see. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens here. But if I had to guess, I don't think, I don't think Nebraska is going to be in the bidding war. Um, that, that Nebraska is going to be in the bidding war for a quarterback. Now, Travis says on the YouTube channel that he heard, Nebraska met with Will Howard. Um, I, you know, it's possible. I don't, <laughs> this time of year with, uh, I, this time of year, it's really hard to know what's true and what's not about who meets with who and and who uh, ends up being, you know, who ends up actually, <laughs> it's all very clandestine is is what I mean to say in the transfer portal and meeting and stuff like that, especially if Nebraska has already met with Will Howard, um, that would mean it either happened really, really early this morning or 
um, before he was actually in the portal, which gets a little dicey there as well. Um, yeah, so I just I just don't know uh, about the veracity of of, and I'm sure it happens, right? Um, but it's hard to nail anything down because there is some gray areas there um, as people are entering the portal but not in the portal yet and you know it's kind of when you're separated but you're not divorced yet like are you allowed to date i don't know um (laughs) that's that's some of the uh some of the gray area here uh in the transfer portal uh the uh Corey also mentions i'd love uh grayson mccall i would too i think he'd actually be a really good fit he's a terrific decision maker um i think he'd be a really good fit um about uh, with the offense that Satterfield's trying to run, he's he's mobile enough, um, but he's not a true runner. The decision making at Coastal Carolina with uh, Jamie Chadwell previously uh, or in years previous to this, um, I, I think he's a good, quick decision maker. Um, so that's going to be uh, a, a guy that I think to keep an eye on. Uh, Nate calling in on the Warhorse Sportsbook hotline wants to talk about the college football playoffs. Nate, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing this morning? I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. Uh, so uh, what you, what you think about the playoff selection? Yeah, I mean, I think it's terrible, if I'm being honest. Like, I, And it's not – for me, the biggest issue is the lack of consistency from week to week, right? Because Jordan Travis didn't get hurt against Louisville. Right. That would make sense right. if they dropped him after he gets hurt in that game, right? But he got hurt a few weeks right. ago. Like, you knew he was hurt last week when you still had Florida State in that number four spot. And you still had who, – who, who, who would you take off then? I would take Alabama off. Oh, no. Come on, man. Well, listen. Come on, man. Listen, here, here, here. Hear me out, Nate. I would take I, – I personally take Alabama off. It's mostly because I think it would be funny to, to see the SEC left out. But – Come on, man. You, no, hear, hear me out. I can, I can understand an argument for Alabama over Texas. I don't think the committee had the stones to put Alabama in when Texas had a head-to-head win. Because Alabama has a better Come resume on. than Texas. They do. You, you don't go through the SEC undefeated and get left off the playoff. I would take – I mean, who, who has Michigan played this year, man? That's Come a, on. That's a fair point, and they are cheaters, so let's take Michigan out. I'm okay with that. And what about Washington? The Pac-12 is weak, man. The, dude, the Pac-12 was good you this know? year. Come on, Nate. The Pac-12 was really good this year. How good? How they had Oregon and who else? Oregon was really good. Utah was good. Oregon State was good. U- Utah. Dude, Come Utah on, was man. good. Come on. Utah would beat up on a lot. I mean, Utah <laughs> would beat up on a lot of Big Ten teams. Even with You're that, talking about the Utes? Yes, the Utes would beat up on a lot of Big Ten teams, especially even with their quarterback. <laughs> man, the Utes would have the Utes would have got undefeated in the Big Ten West. Come on, man. Oh, uh, come on, man. The Big Ten West, yeah, is, you know, I don't know how much the Big Ten West means, but uh, Nate, we gotta hit a break here. We appreciate the call, man. All right, thanks for taking the call, man. That's uh, Nate on the War Horse Sportsbook Hotline. Coming up next, we will wrap up. The first hour, still lots of college football stuff to get here. Transfer portal, coaching carousel, all of it and more here on Hernan Sports Radio. Hail Varsity Radio, every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio.